You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. All right, y'all, we are back with our season two wrap up part two. So the episodes that we'll be reflecting on today come from the month of February of this year. And so you may remember titles such as The Weight of Words, Call Me Out, Surrender the Schedule, and Just Do It. Miss Moni, we're going to start with The Weight of Words. I remember this episode. I remember a lot of times, well, let me pause and say, well, you know, our episodes come from our conversations with each other, but then sometimes they come from what we're dealing with. So the weight of words for me was something I was personally dealing with where I feel like God was just teaching me and showing me just the importance of the weight of words and how what we say matters and how a lot of times we are in the things we're in because of what we said. And so we may not be realizing the fact that we could possibly be speaking word curses or causing ourselves to be stagnant or stuck in certain areas because of what we said, not other people, but because of what we said. So this episode just brought a light to that and really challenged us to speak life, speak life to your situation, encourage, like water yourself, water each area of your life so that you can see progress and abundance in, in your life. And so just being mindful of what we say even if it's the small things. And I remember me saying something like just the things that are out now. So like if we see something on social media and it's super duper funny, a lot of times you may see somebody say something like, I'm dead. Ms. Moni, you've seen that one of her or heard that one. Yes. So that's just an example of even how the sayings of today, we got to be mindful of. So need to be saying, you know, I'm alive. I speak life to myself. But even those things, we may not be realizing what we're saying and our bodies and our minds, they hear our words. So our words are like water and we want to make sure that we're watering and that we're planting good seed. Do you remember anything from the weight of words, Miss Moni? I do. That was a really good episode. And we were talking about words, just like you said. And, you know, just like the Bible says that there is death and life in the power of our words. So we have a great responsibility of how we use our words. We were talking about in part two about stewarding well. And I think words should be stewarded. Oh, yeah. You have to be very aware and be very intentional about how you use your words. We discussed in that episode that everything that comes up shouldn't come out. Every thought that comes to your mind shouldn't be expressed. That's a part of stewarding your words. And I can also remember in that conversation, Dreesy, you were talking about how words lock and unlock. Mm-hmm. Yep, they do. So these words are very powerful, even in traumatic seasons. Our words, what we speak to ourselves, what we speak over our situations and circumstances can dictate how long we're in a situation. 
if we're coming out of that situation, if we're going to stay in that situation, it's just a lot of things that revolve around words. So it is very important that we steward our words well, because words are very weighty. Oh, yeah. So the next one was call me out. So this was all about accountability and the importance of, and even the beauty in having an accountability partner. We're starting to hear that term more and more these days, Miss Moni, of people holding each other accountable. But we also talked about how some people may feel like, oh man, I feel weak because I needed an accountability partner. And so we kind of counteracted that and said, actually, no, there's power in their strength in numbers and there's power and strength in letting someone know like, hey, can you hold me accountable for this? And I think it's beautiful to, to walk with each other through different things. Right. And to really see someone else, your sister in Christ, your brother in Christ, cross over that line or reach that milestone or achieve or accomplish that goal. There's beauty in that. And I think that it not only encourages the person who's accomplishing the goal, but it encourages the person who's holding the other person accountable because you're seeing breakthrough, you're seeing progress. And so it's helping you accomplish your stuff, too. You're exactly right, Tracy. You know, it's a positive thing. To be accountable to someone or have an accountability partner is actually progress. You're making progress together. Is someone walking alongside you to help you accomplish your goals, uh, your dreams, someone to keep you on task, someone who has your best interests? I just think it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, we need this. And especially in traumatic seasons, even in traumatic seasons, we need to be accountable. So when I'm saying that, I'm talking about the community, the importance of community during traumatic seasons. You may be struggling with addiction, drug addiction, alcohol. That's why these different organizations exist, so that a person does not have to do life alone. So there will be people in this group you can relate with, you can relate with their struggle, things they have to overcome together, and doing it together is better than trying to do it alone sometimes. It's the same thing with the gym. A lot of times we're struggling, we're trying to lose weight, um, we're trying to do it on our own. Sometimes we sneak in snacks and all kind of stuff, but you need someone to be accountable to. And it might help you to second think that snack, you know, because you want this weight to come up correct. When you go back to talk to your friend or when you go to see the trainer, You want the results to be there and you want that person to see that I'm serious here and I'm putting in the work. So it's a lot of great things and a lot of good benefits come out of being accountable and it's for the good of the person and it helps you move forward. Absolutely. That's good. And so we also talked about surrendering the schedule, surrendering the schedule. And so I was sharing with everybody how I like to have steps, one, two, three. I like to have a plan, one, two, three. And when stuff be one and four and and six and and eight and and going all kinds of crazy ways, I don't like it. And so we were just talking about surrendering your day, surrendering your day to God, surrendering the schedule and letting him lead and guide you and use you in the way that he wants to. And it makes me think about what we were talking about in the previous episode about like, what if we stopped for a moment to look up and just really surrender to how God can use us? 
this also ties into the fact that what if we were a part of stopping someone from taking their own life? It ties directly into this as well. But as I was reflecting on this episode of Surrender the Schedule, it's like I also got a, another angle of this episode. And so as I was sitting there thinking about this episode, I wrote down, it also means take rest. <laughs> it also means boundaries. So there are times where you have to surrender the schedule and put it down for a minute and refuel and take rest and put up those boundaries and do what you have to do. So there are just different angles now that I see, you know, what was this about three, four months later that I see that this word or this phrase surrender the schedule can have. That's good, Dreesy. And I also remember from this episode how we were talking about the importance of being sensitive to people and your surroundings. Like you were saying, a lot of times when you are a, what is it, an A-type personality, when you're a person who has to check the to-do list, you don't want anything distracting or disturbing that pace or that rhythm or that flow. But what we talked about is like unwanted distractions, a lot of times could be a divine appointment. Yep. So it's very important for us to just stay open, stay sensitive, and stay flexible and not be so rigid and just be ready to move however God would have us to move and be willing to surrender the schedule. So moving on from that episode, our next episode was we were talking about just do it. So, you know, a lot of times when you hear that, you think of Nike. Yep. But what we're talking about in this episode, when we say just do it, we are actually talking about obedience and the importance of being obedient to God and whatever he tells you to do, just do it. A lot of times God might lead us to do something or even do something for someone. And a lot of times we try to reason with it. We try to understand it. We try to question God and say, you know, like, why? Like, we want to see behind the curtain, like, what are you doing? But I know a lot of times He's not going to give you that inside information. A lot of times he just wants you to trust him and step out on what he told you to do and be obedient. Because what we talked about in this episode, a lot of times our obedience is actually an answer to someone's prayer. Yes. Was that the book? That makes me think of your book story. Oh, yeah. That is the episode where I shared about how God just was leading me to share a particular book that I had on my bookshelf with one of my coworkers. And the title of the book was uh, Breaking the Spirit of Intimidation by John Bevere. So one day I was getting ready for work and I was just feeling, you know, led to pick up this book. God was saying, pick up this book and take it to your coworker. Yep. And um, I just got busy with the busyness of getting ready. So I actually forgot it that day. So by the end of the week, um, God reminded me again to take that book to your coworker. So I took the book to the coworker and just gave it to her. And like I said, a lot of times you're just stepping out on faith because you're like, is this person even going to receive this from me? Like, is she going to even read this book? But I did exactly what God told me to do. I gave it to her. It sat on her desk for a few days. But long story short, she did finally read the book. She read it on her vacation. And she just shared with me how that book just blessed her to open up to her husband 
and share with him how she wanted to get closer to God. That might not make sense to a lot of people, but exactly the title of the book, Breaking the Spirit of Intimidation, she had walked around for years being intimidated about talking to her husband about God. So that book just opened up some things for her. She spoke with her husband about wanting to get back in church, have a closer relationship with God, and he was open to it. So not only is her husband in church again, she's in church again, and so are the children. Just the other day, she even told me that her son got baptized the other day. So. Yeah. So and see, you know. you're a part of that. You see how why obedience is so important that do you see that that led to a whole baptism? That's not small. That's not small at all. That's not small. That's what we got to obey, even if it sounds crazy, even if it sounds very tiny, because we don't know what part we're playing in the bigger vision of the story. We don't realize what part we're playing because we don't know God knows it all. So we just got to do it. That's right. That's right. And this just goes to show you how we're all connected. Yes. And we need each other. We are all connected. So next time God prompts you to do something, just go ahead and do it. Um, Do it with excitement and just do it freely and do it with ease and do it with trusting that God is leading me to do this for a bigger purpose. Yep. And you know, I'm just sitting here thinking like, imagine that you praying to God for breakthrough, you praying to God for help and it's being held up because somebody not doing what they were told to do or they done got busy with their day and didn't grab something they were supposed to grab. And here you are praying for breakthrough, praying for assistance, but somebody else is to hold up. Mm. Oof. Yeah. So you was really needing it on Monday. The person ain't give it to you on Friday. You're still very grateful that you got it. But boy, oh boy, what if you would have got it on that Monday? That's right. That's right. Because sometimes some obedience is timely. Timely. And it also allows people to see that God is real. God, you hear me. That's right. And it also confirms to the person who trusted God that I hear you too. Like, wow. And that's exactly how God, you know, he works. He doesn't come down here himself. He actually uses our hands, our feet, our heart, our resources. He uses his people as vessels to do his will. So that's how that works. And like I said, if you're ever encouraged to do something, whether it's big or small, just go ahead and do it because it might even be tied to someone God is prompting on your behalf to release something to answer your prayer. So let's just be obedient and keep that going. Thank you again for joining us for part two. And also, you know, just remember we're overcoming and you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.